0: Hey there, I'm Tom Polifka. This is the Curious Hero podcast, the space where entrepreneurs can turn their curiosity into an asset at any age. It's time to scratch that itch. Let's continue. I wanted to share a story with you today about the donkey and the tiger. Now, this story, I believe, is very relevant for the times we live in, And especially with everything being exacerbated through media and social media, I thought it was a very relevant story that caught my attention. So it starts off with the donkey. The donkey tells the tiger, the grass, the grass is blue. The tiger replies and says, no, the grass is green. The discussion became heated up and the two decided to submit the issue to arbitration, you know, as donkeys and tigers do, I guess they have lawyers And to do so, they approached the lion, the king of the jungle. Before reaching the clearing in the forest where the lion was sitting up up, on top of his throne, the donkey started screaming, Your Highness, is it true that the grass is blue? The lion replied, True, the grass is blue. The donkey rushed forward and continued, The tiger disagrees with me and contradicts me and annoys me. Please punish him. The king then declared, The tiger will be punished with five years of silence. The donkey jumped for joy and went on his way, content in repeating, The grass is blue. The tiger accepted his punishment, but he asked the lion, Your majesty, why have you punished me? After all, the grass is green. The lion replied, In fact, the grass is green. The tiger asked, So, why do you punish me? The lion replies, That has nothing to do with the question of whether the grass is blue or green. The punishment is because it is not possible for a brave, intelligent creature like you to waste time arguing with a donkey. And on top of that, to come and bother me with that question. The worst waste of time is arguing with the fool and fanatic who doesn't care about truth or reality but only the victory of their beliefs and illusions. Never waste time on discussions that make no sense. There are people for who all evidence presented to them do not have the ability to understand, and others who are blinded by ego, hatred, and resentment, and the only thing that they want is to be right even if they aren't. When ignorance screams, intelligence shuts up. Your peace and tranquility are worth more. What's interesting and profound about this story, I believe, is that when people listen to it or read this story, most likely they're going to place themselves inside the tiger. They're going to be thinking to themselves, are people thinking I'm the donkey? Do they think I'm the loud one, the wrong one? When all along I was right and I was punished for being right. The reason why I wanted to bring up this story and why I think it's so relevant is I just got back from a business trip. And for most of the time, every other year, that's not a big deal. I would go on multiple business trips each year to conferences and and talk business with friends and acquaintances and get to hear about incredible things going on in the industries that I'm involved in and hear some incredible stories. But this year was obviously different. This year had a weight to it. There was this emotional weight to this event, unlike anything I'd ever experienced before, especially a business event. A lot of it came from the fact that some people believed the company should not have been holding a live event or that people shouldn't have been going. Friends and family of those that were attending made it clear that they didn't want them to go or that they should be following certain protocols, again, all relative to their own opinions the context through which they see the current situation, you kind of get where I'm going with this. And this is not to say that any one person is right or any side or anything. It's just the fact that what I believe is when you start a business, you'll experience the same emotions. People that are your friends and family will tell you that, oh, it's risky to start a, a business or any a specific industry that might be like, oh, I've heard of those before. Those never work. They try to be protective of you, and I do believe they are trying to do the right thing and want the best for you, but what they're doing is they're seeing it through the context of their lens, through the, the life that they've lived, whether maybe they've never started a business before, which is most people, or they started one or, or tried attempting something that didn't work out and assume that they want to protect somebody from, from going through the same pain or troubles that they went through. This is very common when starting a business. Over the last couple decades, I've started multiple different businesses, some that have crashed and burned, never to be seen again, and some that have succeeded and continue on to this day. And had I listened to those friends and family members that were telling me that it's too risky, you shouldn't do it, you're going to get hurt, or you're going to lose money, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. I wouldn't have built the muscle, the risk muscle, that allows me to take risks to bet on myself. And really honestly, curious hero, a big part of what I've created. And I want to have this be known for is the ability for you to take a risk on yourself, rely on yourself. Don't listen to other people, make your own decisions based on what's best for you and your family. That's what I want for you. As I mentioned before, this event was very impactful, emotional, but it started off with being able to see in person, basically a front row seat to one of my favorite songs performed live by One Republic. It was a song called I Lived. And if you haven't heard or aren't familiar with the song, you definitely need to hear it. It's it's one of those songs that just makes you feel like you want to experience everything in life. At this event, I was able to hear stories of people helping other people in all different parts of the world that spoke different languages, had different opinions, political views. It didn't matter. They wanted to make the world a better place. And that really encouraged me that the human spirit is well and alive. There were two women at this event that spoke on stage. And if you were to look at these two women, they would be very different on the surface. One was 83 from Somalia the other one was 50 from the United States, and they spoke different languages. One of them spoke multiple languages. One of them owns a billion dollar company. The other one built a hospital with their pension money from the UN in one of the most war torn, poverty stricken countries in the world. One of them is a mother, while the other one was unable to bear children. Yet many moms name their children after this woman. As you can see, both of these women are very impactful to the world in in their own respects. The first is Edna Aden. And if you're not familiar with Edna, well, then you're probably not from Somalia. In fact, everybody knows Edna in Somalia. This woman is literally a rock star in her country. In fact, like I mentioned before, many mothers will name their children after her. She started to build a hospital in the 80s in Somalia, but because of the war broke out, she had to leave and come back. So in 2002, she was able to open up her maternity hospital. Over the years, she's been able to train over a thousand midwives, which is enabling them to have a lower infant mortality rate, which in that area is extremely high. So her work has saved thousands of babies in that region, and which is why many of those mothers will name their children after her. To this day, Edna is still working every day in her hospital at the age of 84. What she's done for her country and her people is truly astounding. Now, it's impossible to follow up a story like Edna's and try to compare anyone else to her and what she's created, but If anybody could do it, it would be somebody like Sarah Blakely, who founded Spanx, the undergarment company for women, and just happens to be a billion-dollar company that has never taken any outside funding. This woman is absolutely incredible. But what's most amazing about her is the fact that she's so down-to-earth. She's a mom. She talked about her experience of feeling like a failure as a mom and trying just to survive, even though she's the CEO of a billion dollar company. If you haven't heard Sarah Blakely's story, basically the short version goes something like her selling fax machines door to door businesses for about seven years before she founded Spanx and just happened to create a solution to one of the most perplexing problems women have for their clothing. Sarah's story of starting Spanx is really impressive and obviously inspirational for both men and women. But one thing that really stood out to me was how she made it very clear that everybody is a salesperson. no matter who you are or what you do for work, you are selling somebody all the time. Whether you're a mom trying to sell your kid on eating vegetables for school lunch, or if you're looking for work and you're trying to sell the hiring manager on your skills and your abilities that you're the best candidate for the job, we're always selling. And in fact, one of my favorite authors, Daniel Pink, wrote a book on To sell is human. Definitely would recommend checking that out. This event was so needed for not only myself, but thousands of other people that attended. And it just happened to end on the anniversary of 9 11. And the 20 year anniversary of 9 11 obviously made a lot of us look back and think about our lives and how short life can be and how important it is to to do the things that bring us inspiration, that uh, give us hope. And I think human connection is so needed these days. So, like I always say, stay curious and be your own hero.